Welcome to the 9 to 5 Dropout Show, where you learn from leading experts how to quit your job and successfully start your own business. With your host, author, owner of Mind, Body and Spirit Entrepreneur and creator of the 9 to 5 Dropout Academy, Rachel Thompson. Welcome to the 9 to 5 Dropout Show, your weekly inspiration to say goodbye to the 9 to 5 grind, get off the hamster wheel, and finally pursue your passion. Now, today's very special guest is Nikki Stansberry, and she is here to talk to us about stress management. She is a stress management life coach and the owner of La Palmera Spa. Welcome, Nikki. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. Awesome. So can you, just to start off, give us just a little bit of information about your journey? I mean, how did you quit the nine to five and go on to really help people overcome their stress? This is, this is uh, looking back, I can smile really big now, but at the time I had tears. Mm-hmm. So back in 2000. 11, I was in the human service industry, which is what my graduate degree is. So I was working because I really thought I was going to go into counseling of some sort. And um, working in that industry, I realized the red tape also goes into therapy, and I did not want to continue that. So I, I got my certification in life coaching. And while I was working, I actually, every quarter, we would meet these deadlines that I think kind of weren't set up for us to fail, but we never did. We always met them. We went above and beyond. But when the timelines, like we would finish the projects, I would end up getting sick. And so I don't know, it was, I guess it was like the last straw. I drew the line in the sand and um, I went to the walk-in clinic on a Saturday morning and I said, look, I've got high fever. It's been here all week. I really don't know what's going on. I just think I need antibiotics. Well, I get in there and he says, oh, we have to put you on an EKG machine because your heart rate is too high. And at that moment, I realized that I could not continue um, the path. So I started working towards um, just getting really familiar with what it was, was stress. He wanted to give me some general anxiety medicine. I was like, absolutely not. But I knew then I could not have my parents have another daughter die because one of my sisters did die. I couldn't couldn't leave my nieces and nephews with another aunt gone. And I couldn't leave my girls, my daughters with no mom, my husband with no wife. So I got really serious about just kind of figuring out what was important, what wasn't. And then that job, we went on a family vacation. I came back. There was some stuff that happened termination. I'm like, Oh my God. So then (laughs) that was the first thing. And then two days later, I got hired by a a really awesome company, worked there for a couple of um, years, you know, really went to the top pretty fast. And in that time I had left the chiropractor's office and noticed the building next door was for lease. And so I thought, well, that would be a good stress management office because the courthouses across the street. So in the planning phase of the spa, I ended up getting fired from my second job. I was like, all right, I am done with this. It's miserable. I mean, I had anxiety 
all day long mine I was thinking like are the kids behaving are they you know are they being respectful am I gonna have like a phone call from somebody saying that they were acting up it was so worrisome because I was trying to be everything wherever I was mm -hmm. and now I have mastered the techniques of really just being able to say hey I'm at peace whatever it is it is you know and we move forward so that is literally how I got into it is really by being fired. <laughs> wow. That is an incredible story. And that reminds me of a saying that I heard of, and I'm not going to be able to say it verbatim, but basically it goes, the universe first tells us messages in whispers. And when we don't listen, it then tells us messages and shouts, <clears throat> excuse me, and shouts. And when we don't listen to those, yeah it then gives us problems and then we're forced to listen. So when you were talking about your story, yeah. that's what seems like what happened in your case. Mm -hmm. yeah. That's that tends to be, that was the same thing. I was married the first time, which is what led me to the journey of um, psychology and human services. It was the same type thing. It's like, you know, you, you give it so much effort to make it work because we think that's what we're supposed to be doing. You know, society tells us, this is what you're supposed to do. So what I've set up to make a mission is that I really teach my clients to have unconventional lifestyles and just feel awesome. So no two journeys are the same. Like it's not, and my, it's funny because my minor is sociology. So it's like <laughs> constantly studying, you know, the way people do things. And so that's really the key to my success in stress management is teaching you how to live your life unconventional, which doesn't always mean nine to five. That's just what people think we're supposed to be doing. Yes, I love that. And we have very similar journeys because my background is also in um, the human services field. So my undergrads in psych, master's in clinical counseling. I worked as a counselor and then I was like, okay, that's, that's very hard work. Um, talk about not being able to have that balance in life. I just kept taking it home with me and I, it was taking away from my life. And so then I went on to coaching, but I went on um, to be a health and wellness coach for a company. And, you know, I was just very stifled. And I'm like, well, this isn't what, like I could really help people, but the company wasn't really allowing me to. So, you know, it's interesting. We have similar backgrounds and I did struggle a lot whenever I decided to I moved to a new city and a new state and I didn't get a nine to five job. I was like, no, I'm going to start my own business. And it's hard because a lot of people question your sanity whenever you do something like that. They just, they don't get it. But I love that you really encourage your clients to live these unconventional yeah. lifestyles. <laughs> yeah. It, it, because I feel like the yeah. conventional lifestyle leads to stress it most of the time doesn't lead to happiness, at mm -hmm. least not happiness on deep levels. So I don't know why we're so stuck on trying to live those, stay with those conventional lifestyles because there's something not working in them. Right. It's not working. And it's, it's funny, you know, when you come across, sometimes it's, it's family or friends or whoever it is, but it, it might be people really close to you. When you start to see how they just don't know all of the resources that are out there to make your life work. It's so, most of the things are not conventional, but our lives are not either. When you're really living the true life that you're supposed to be living.
No, I was going to say, I love your journey because it is so similar. And I'm just like, what? <laughs> so similar. It's, I know it was crazy. Whenever you're saying that, I was like, wow, <laughs> we basically had the same path. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. And the reason that I got into um, meditation and that was because of my own anxiety. I, I feel like it's our own stuff that comes up and then we learn to work through it and then we can really effectively help others because we have been through it ourselves. So can you tell exactly. us- exactly? Yeah. Would you mind telling us a little bit more about just some stress management techniques, you know, just some simple things that you tend to work with your clients on? So what I really, what I find really is the biggest component to kind of staying calm throughout the day is what I like to call the anchoring. That's the biggest puzzle piece at, so my clients really have this tough time of being able to start kind of like a morning ritual that they're not like juggling kids and, you know, getting everybody dressed and feeling like a zombie at the end of the day. So that's the biggest piece to kind of set the stage is the anchoring and building in flexibility in your, your days so that you can respond instead of react to life's plot twist. Mm -hmm. And the, one of the other biggest pieces is that I have seen and lots of my clients have experienced this is like their mindset is all or nothing and so I work on shifting them to small and something oh. and a lot of positive momentum built from that mm -hmm. I love that so I love the result of that is they yeah so that and that is the biggest gap from going from all or nothing to small and something and once they get it it's like oh it's showing up everywhere mm -hmm. <laughs> Yeah, so as a result of those those pieces, they're able to have less guilt in making their decisions a lot quicker. They're able to have less, a lot less procrastination and it's much more productivity and peace and a lot less stress. Like that's the three biggest components that put them into the place of where they are looking for. Yeah, it's great. I love the morning routine. Once I found a morning routine in my own life, it's really been a game changer. Can you talk a little bit more about yep. what a morning routine would look like or how somebody could get started with one? Yeah. So every morning routine is a lot different for every human being. So what I do is because I'm really, I, I'm really gifted in being able to pinpoint what to work for their personalities. Um, so I'll use my morning routine as an example. Get up, but I don't jump out the bed. Like I literally give myself two hours before I want to wake up and get out of the bed. It's at least two hours, whether I'm getting up at three o'clock in the morning or not so that I can start my day. Just really, I play some meditation. I just really get centered. I call this surrendering. I just surrender to start my day. I'm just like, surrendering to God and whatever higher power anybody has surrendering has been one of the, like you said, the biggest game changers for me. So that's how it starts. And then I get up, have my coffee. I do my journal and my daily planner, which I've created both of those based upon what my clients have experienced. These are not planners that have the 15 minute increments. These are 
planners built in with flexibility and a guide. The journal is specifically designed for celebrations, for coming from say what your fear is for today, but on the other side, you've got some faith-based. So that's the fear of faith-based exercise. That's component number one when I grab the pen and paper. And then I just go through like what's my top priorities. Then after that, I do my cycling or if I have calls early morning or visits, then I shift my cycling until but at least some point in the day, I've got the stability that I can either look forward to or have looked and gotten all rid of that um, pent up energy is what I like to call it. Wow, that is, <laughs> you put my morning routine to shame. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> so starting with my clients, I start with something really, really small. I mean, it could just be like, put your feet on the floor and say, I am anchored, you know, but you've got to start somewhere to get this that you're so important and you you just can hear what you're supposed to be doing, you know, having more prosperity mindset, whatever it is, you'll start to hear what it is. Okay, great. I like how you mentioned starting small because I think maybe some listeners, when they hear your morning routine, they're like, um, <laughs> I don't know if I can do that. But it really just starts with something so little. I know that because I meditate every morning and and that was kind of a hard routine to get into. But I just started with five minutes you know, either laying on the bed or I'd get up and take care of my dogs and just uh, go on the couch and just everybody can do five minutes. If you set your alarm five minutes earlier and instead of pressing snooze, you meditate for five minutes. Like that is a perfect place to start. You don't have to, it's not like how you said, it's not all or nothing. It is small or something. So it's, yeah, it's exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I've, I've been doing this for, you know, over seven years officially that's I don't even know how long I was doing it before official (laughs) um so I've been able to put you know little pieces here and there and I'm just like finding what's working and what's not it's like most of the stuff you read stress management I I mean it's ridiculous I'm just like no no I mean that's just adding more stress That's true. That's true. You either read the exact same stuff that everybody knows, like you should get enough sleep and you should exercise. And it's like, okay, yes, we know that. Or you're right. You hear things that are so overwhelming that people just, they don't even try because they don't think they're going to be able to stick with it. Yeah. The biggest thing I find is like, and, and really if it was possible, like humanly possible, um, is to always kind of monitor before you start anything, just observe your behavior first. (laughs) that takes a lot of conscious effort (laughs) Mm -hmm. just set an intention of how you want to feel and work on that yes yes and observing our behavior can not always be the funnest of activities but it really can be very Mm eye-opening at the same time yeah so I know that you have a GPS system can you tell us a little bit about that Oh, absolutely. So the GPS system is really kind of what I briefly tapped into earlier, which is the the guilt, procrastination, and stress. Mm-hmm. The guilt really solves the pro- um, the guilt solves the problem portion of reacting, overreacting, or lack of action. So what it does is it takes you out of negative emotions and puts you in a place of power, control, and self trust. You start to kind of use your intuition versus what you're supposed to be doing based on outside feedback. And okay. this this is the um, the procrastination piece 
it solves the problem of not being able to make decisions or choices. I mean, I have had even my own daughter, like <laughs> there was a time she couldn't even decide on what to order from Sonic driving. <laughs> so, you know, a lot of times people struggle like, where you want to eat? I don't know. It's up to you. No, this will help you decide like you can make really quick decisions and your actions start to become deliberate. Mm-hmm. So you create days that feel really good and they're much more productive and you're just like the boss of you. And I mean, you start to own, you know, your money story, you own whatever it is. You're just that boss. So you become much more organized. You'll start relaxing and taking much better care of yourself. Like you'll decide I'm more ordering avocados from a farm in California or whatever it is. <laughs> You'll stop putting the things off and that's, this is where you shift from the all or nothing to small and something mm-hmm. is in this, this way. And the third piece is solving the problem of stress. So what happens is you have much more faith. Your belief comes from like you find really simple solutions. So you shift from a lack of time, money, and lack of you to a field of possibility and believe that every single failure is the seed of success you have much more luxury and love on a daily basis so you enjoy time money and relationship freedom much much more I like that I like how you put all of those things in you know a nice easy to remember system uh, the procrastination especially spoke to me because that's something that I've been working on for a while now, but it's really become very apparent how much extra stress that causes me. And you know, it's a lot of it yes. is, is the stress of indecision. So what I'm trying to do is even those small decisions, like what to order at Sonic, I'm just saying, okay, you have to go with it, pick a decision, mm-hmm. it, you know, and it's like a training process to train myself to, to be able yes. to do that. Yeah, yeah, that's right. There's there are three types of procrastinators, and so they're the thrill seekers, the avoiders, and the indecisive procrastinators. Oh, I never knew that. I think I'm the indecisive one. <laughs> I think that. Yeah, I think that's me. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Good to know. But it, you know, once you observe your behavior, like how you're talking about before. Then you can really pinpoint. You can be like, "Oh my gosh, I'm I'm a you know avoider procrastinator," and that really does cause me a lot of stress. You know, I think when we're under so much stress, all we see is the stress, and it just kind of all—that's right. Yeah, it blends together. But it seems like you really help your clients. Mm-hmm. It's just one thing, one thing. Yeah, I, I was just gonna say, it seems like you really help your clients dissect. Um, dissect their stress so they can really work on it in a manageable way. That's right. We untangle the mess is what I like to call it. Yeah. That's perfect. So what do you think it is about today's society that causes so much stress? Why do we have to be so busy all the time? Well, hmm, I like to use the acronym busy as being uselessly stressed yesterday. (laughs) (laughs) um i think it really depends upon i guess which generation that we're talking about but i know for for myself what has happened that i feel is kind of the sandwich generation which is where 
a good majority of people that are still parents, becoming grandparents, taking care of their parents. What happens is like we were taught to work really, really, really hard. And then we have this new way of thinking, which is like, just think like law of attraction. You know, if you think it, it will be and all this. So we're torn to shift from that work hard for value and but I can just think it. And so then our thoughts, we have to just start paying attention to the thoughts. And then it just becomes a big clutter because we're, we haven't shifted out of the belief that you have to work to be valued. I mean, like the nine to five thing, I guarantee if you sat there and did your work, you could be done in three hours. You know, it's busy work to just to get the paycheck. Mm -hmm. So, just because so we have to find things to do or overdo or, or you know be perfectionist which is another big tendency why there's such a high standard for the youth coming up today of you know this straight a life this act scores this the weight that they carry if you don't make it it's as though you won't make it you won't survive and so that is one of the other things that you know we're taught to be busy and there's a lot more research that has shown us what'll keep us alive longer so we're trying to just implement all these things with technology and distractions and keeping everybody else happy and ourselves i mean it's exhausting yes yes it is so if you were talking to somebody right now who was working in the nine to five and you know just grinding away and they want to start their own business, but they're nervous about being able to handle the stress of all that. What is a little bit of advice that you would give? I would definitely say that you better hire yourself a coach because I tried to do the self-help thing myself. I, li I literally used every free res resource I could find and nothing helped me if I didn't have my coach, I would not have been able to stay open as long as like we're going on five years that La Pomera Spa has been opened its doors. And I've been stress management coach for longer than that. The things that come at you in life, especially when business is open, you have got to get the right support team. So when you're doing the financials, please include a coach in that report. Don't ever take it out. That's the biggest, the biggest piece I can tell you. Yeah, I do love that. Um, starting my business, I had a business mentor and yeah, I mean, I would have made a lot more mistakes and wasted a lot more money if I didn't have that mentor. And, yeah. you know, I, I understand the whole like, oh, we want to do all the free resources and I completely get that mindset. But there are times where you do it to pay mm -hmm. for a coach a mentor, a consultant, there's times where paying for a program is worth it. I mean, there's, there's a reason why things are free and you can get a lot of value, but you just had to know yeah. yes, you are worth the, worth the investment and your business is worth the investment. And sometimes you just have to make it because it's going to be way worth it in the long run. So I'm glad you brought that up because that's, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. very true. And that was, you know, when I did my training for coaching, they did tell us, it's like the best coaches make the best clients. And I was like, how's if I'm a coach, I can't be a coach. And I was like, oh my gosh, no, the tears, I can't stop crying. I need help. <laughs> so before you get 
And a lot of times, you know, in an ideal situation, you want to have all this six months of expenses saved up and blah, blah, blah. Life doesn't always happen that way. So your, your best laid plan may fall through and you find yourself being the business owner, you know, without the salary that you thought you would have all this time. So mm -hmm. the yep. faith becomes a lot stronger than anything. Yeah. Yeah. I know that on my journey and a lot of fellow entrepreneurs journeys, I mean, it's, you're growing your business, but you have to also grow as an individual. And if you don't, there's just going to yes. be a mismatch. If your business grows too much and you aren't able to catch up, then, you know, you're going to deal with a lot of stress and overwhelm. Um, and, you know, as you're working on yourself, then you carry that into your business. So that's, yeah, definitely true. Yeah. So I know that you have a retreat coming up that I'm very interested in hearing more about because I think a lot of our listeners would like to hear what is going on in this stress management re or retreat. Yeah. So this is the stress less secrets retreat that I am. This is my second year. It was, it's just so transformational. So it's three days and I purposely do it a Tuesday through Thursday to get you out of the routine life mm -hmm. and to spend time and focus on kind of getting more clear on what is the biggest freedom that you're looking for? And this year, our focus is really going to be on creating your day to look like a day that you can respond instead of react. Because I've been um, fortunate to experience some, you know, how people react really can destroy relationships. And so it's, it's really so meaningful to me to get this message out to become a responder instead of a firefighter. Oh, that's good. Yeah. So it's three full days. It is in the Hilton and Lafayette, Louisiana. We have room blocks available. I mean, lunch is included. It's just amazing. And so we'll have um, a party too on the Wednesday night because I think fun is super important for stress less. Yes, I definitely agree with that. It's all about the balance between the working and the fun. Yeah. And retreats are another one that you don't regret. I mean, you just come back from retreats so refreshed. It, they really can be life-changing. Yes. That is amazing. Thank yes. you so much. And I'm still to this, absolutely, and still to this day, we have people that are still just like, because the small and something, we worked on that quite a bit. So you get the, the actual work, you get to do the work and you get coaching while we're there. So you can really just start to put things into place. Because when I created this, I didn't want it to be like you show up and then you leave and forget about it. I want it to be where you start the small and something shifts to anchor to, you know, have the peace on a regular basis, no matter what plot twists come at you. <laughs> yes, because life loves to throw you some twists and turns along the way. That's the facts. That's the facts. We can't control other people's behaviors or respond or reactions. So we can respond. And, and just while I still have you, because you mentioned it, can you just go a little bit? And I know that if they really want to know more, they'll have to go to the retreat. But can you give a little bit more about the responding as opposed to reacting to life and situations and other people? Oh, yes, I can. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. So react, 
reacting is more about, <laughs> reacting is really coming from more of a self-centered type of approach. There's a lot more anger that is involved in that. Um, whereas respond comes from more of an unconditional love and understanding type of approach, which very few people in the world, I think, get to experience what unconditional love really is. This is where you, you don't stress because the person you're with is going to get mad at you for something you said. Mm-hmm. You're just who you are and they love you no matter what. Like, you're going to screw up. And so to be able to have and give more of that unconditional love, you really start to feel just like a whole different person. And you receive a lot more abundance because of it. So one of the the biggest different differentiations is that the reaction does come from a more, the only way you know is the way it has to be, which is what adds more stress to relationships, time, and money. And so the response is more from a, let me pause and really come from a place of compassion and understanding, you know, why is it that this person made this decision and how can we move forward from it? Yeah, that's perfect. And it's not easy. Um, You know, you have to be very intentional, at least I know from my life, to try to respond rather than react. But the response you get Mm -hmm. from others and the response you get from life, like how you mentioned abundance, is just incredible. I mean, it's an incredible difference once you start responding to things rather than just reacting. And it's, I find it's really the most challenging as, you know, parents or bosses because we tend to do exactly the way we were parented or completely opposite within this, the all or nothing type of life. So that's a challenge too. Yes, absolutely. I think, you know, so much of our reaction, um, you know, comes from, like how you said, a lot of how we were raised, our life experiences. And, and then to have to apologize. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. It, it, yeah. It comes from parts of us that yeah. weren't necessarily like our authentic selves, who we really want to be. They're coming from just all this like icky mess that goes on in our subconscious because of, yeah, just experience we've had, what society's told us, what our parents have told us. And then we just have these reactions. And that's why so many times after we react, once we calm down, we regret it because we know that mm-hmm. it wasn't good yep. for us. It wasn't good for the situation. And it definitely wasn't good for our stress levels. And I mean, the biggest thing also to know is that your emotions will be triggered first. So let that play out. Just don't say anything. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Other than internal talk. (laughs) (laughs) Your heart rate will get a lot more, you know, when you're scared, it's going to increase or whatever your stress response is, but it's okay. You know, that's just what it's used to. So yeah, I'm glad that you pointed that out because it's very true. And people think if they feel anger, then then either they're they, yeah, they try and push it down and kind of beat themselves up for feeling angry, or they're like, oh, I'm feeling angry. This situation must be terrible. I should react. But no, things are just triggered, and you can experience the anger, and then come to like come from a place of where you really want to respond. Well, I really enjoyed this uh, conversation. I know that a lot of our listeners will definitely benefit. Um, There was like a little bit of a lag, so I apologize that we like talked over each other a couple of times, but hopefully it wasn't too distracting. Yeah, hopefully not. 
Yes, <laughs> it'll be fine. It's good. So can you tell the listeners where they can find you? So you can find me um, really on www.nicolincoaching.net, which is N-I-C-H-O-L-Y-N coaching.net or Stress Less Secrets Retreat. I have a private um, Facebook group. Very fun. I am going to link to everything in the notes so that you have access to that. Thank you so much, Nikki, for coming on the show and sharing this really valuable information with our listeners. I know that I am going to take some of it and start to apply it. My goal is to have a morning routine as good as yours. (laughs) So that's been very inspirational for me. (laughs) Awesome. Well, you know what? If it's one one nugget that someone gets to chew on, it's done its job. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. That's all you need. All right. Well, thank you. And I hope at least one person jumps out of the nine to five and finds freedom. (laughs) Yes, me too. And now you have some great techniques to work through the stress of it because you will experience some stressful situations, but how you respond is all about you. It's not about the situation. So yes, I hope so too. All right. Well, thank you everybody for listening. Like I said, her links will be below as well as the 10 steps to starting your business free checklist and mini course and enrollment information about the nine to five dropout Academy. I will talk with you all next week. Thank you for tuning in to the nine to five dropout show. Be sure to check out the links below to enroll in the nine to five dropout Academy and receive your free gift and mini course. Let us know what you thought of this week's episode by rating or leaving a review. 